Friends, are you ready to experience prolonged food shortages? They're coming. Global supply chain problems are having a domino effect on everything, especially food production. Farmers aren't able to plant as many crops because fertilizer is scarce and it's expensive. This will cause food shortages when stores run out of the food we have now. After all, food takes time to grow. When farmers don't plant, three months later, we don't eat. That's why you need to get ready now with long-term storage emergency food. It's a perfect hedge against skyrocketing food prices and food shortages. You won't regret having this when you need it, believe me. And today's video is really relevant to what I'm talking about. Right now, you can save $250 on a three-month food kit from MyPatriot Supply. That's right. This is the lowest price in three years to help you fight inflation. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your $250 savings on this three-month food emergency kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Those who know what's coming are getting prepared now. Shouldn't you? Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Hi, Steve here. This may seem like an obvious thing to say, but are you aware that we are the only ones living in time? Humanity past, humanity present, and humanity future are all and have always been in what we call time. Maybe this better explains what the Bible means when the Apostle Paul said to the Christians, so we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. If the people of this world system recognized this reality, many of them would stop chasing after the shiny objects that they waste their time on, trying to reach a goal for eternity within the time sphere apart from the way God instructed us to. Because it's complete foolishness. All of mankind has been operating and functioning within a period called time as opposed to the place where God and the angels function and always have functioned and always will function. And that's called eternity past and eternity future, which is kind of a misnomer because eternity has no time. In other words, we operate in a space and function in a space that's completely opposite of where God and the angels function. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Why am I telling you this? And why even bring up something we all know about? People died in the Bronx last night due to a fire that killed 10 people in the Bronx last night during a fire. Fire officials say all 10 people died due to the fire, which was too hot for their body. Thanks, Captain Obvious. You're probably thinking, yeah, I know. I have an alarm clock. I have a watch. I have a phone that tells me the time every second of the day. But what you may not realize is that God uses time to mark things in his schedule and to cut off things when he's decided the time is up. If time doesn't really matter that much, then it wouldn't have been mentioned in the Bible 623 times. The word times is mentioned 145 times. The wisest man who ever lived outside of Jesus was Solomon, and he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. He said, there is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, 
A time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as lost, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his struggles? I have seen the task that God has given the children of Adam to keep them occupied. He's made everything appropriate in its time. He has also put eternity in their hearts, but no one can discover the work God has done from the beginning to the end. If you know the story about when Jesus was born and King Herod was searching desperately to try to find him so he could kill him, he was summoning the wise men and he asked the exact time the star appeared. That's found in Matthew chapter 2, verse 7. This is what prophecy is all about, so that men could know if there is a time appointed for everything God does. The Luciferian Satanists, they understand this too. They understand God's appointed a time for everything. What's the point Solomon's making here? That all of mankind is contained within the framework of time that has a beginning and it has an end. Time is not like eternity where we are temporarily functioning within this space continuum. Time is what has been given to each of us who are living on this earth, and what I see are so many people wasting it. Time is a commodity that all of us have, no matter how rich or poor, no matter where we live in this world. It's something God has given to all of us, but we only have so much of it. This world is nearing God's time to bring everything to an end. That's what we call end times. And you hear more people talking about it now than ever before. Revelation was the last book written and recorded in the Word of God. So let's see what Revelation says about times. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep what is written in it because the time is near. And swore by him that lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are therein, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. The nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for the dead to be judged and to give the reward to your servants, the prophets, to the saints, and to those who fear your name, both small and great. And the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. I always remember this verse, especially when I see the chemtrails poisoning humanity and all living things on the face of this earth. And I remember that the day is coming and the time will finally come when God will destroy those who have destroyed this earth. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea because the devil has come down to you with great fury, because he knows his time is short. Another angel came out of the temple crying out in a loud voice to the one who was seated on the cloud, use your sickle and reap, for the time to reap has come, since the harvest of the earth is ripe. Then finally, there's this last one when the angel told John, don't seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, because the time is near.
None of us knows how much time we have before we enter eternity. For those who believe once they die in this body, that's it, that's the end, they will painfully discover that they've simply moved out of time into eternal suffering and punishment. There is a hell and there is a heaven. And no one can plead ignorance before God when all of us have access, even the poorest of nations, to the Bible, to the Word of God. And I believe there's no man or woman alive that God will not reach by the spoken word or by the written word before the end of all things. For the people who want to try and negate the gospel by saying stupid things like, Well, what about the hidden tribes on earth who have never heard the gospel yet? What about them? Don't worry. They'll hear it even after we're gone. God's not depending on man or even on his church to deliver the final gospel message preached to all of mankind. And here's the proof in the Word of God. Then I saw another angel flying high overhead with the eternal gospel to announce to the inhabitants of the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He spoke with a loud voice. Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship the one who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. There's a link in the description box below that I leave there for anyone who doesn't know how to pray but would like to ask Jesus Christ into their life. If you want a relationship with the living God who came in the body of a physical human but was truly God, who suffered and allowed himself to be crucified and then rose from the dead on the third day, that's the God I'm talking about. That's the God you can give your life to and have eternal life and know that when you die in this body, you will live with him for eternity. Think about it.